Hello, beautiful people, and welcome aboard the Brown Sugar Express, an hour of discussion, introspection, and ear tickle of music. I am Rain. And I am Mache. All, All aboard. Hey, everybody. Hey, Rain. How's it going today? Well, it is going pretty good. I'm just looking at it being October and all the wonderful, beautiful autumn leaves. But then it's also kind of a serious month because Uh we are talking about breast cancer awareness. So for me, I've been seeing a lot of pink autumn leaves. Okay. Okay, then. Pink autumn leaves. Yeah, it is a heavy month, um, breast cancer awareness. Um, really big on that, and I, uh, in the NFL, people the players wear pink yes. on their uniforms this month too. So that's something I like to see, kind Definitely. of giving that ode to this this disease that I absolutely hate. Yes, definitely, and we can definitely use that as far as this is concerned. Yeah, um, and ladies, if you have not had that mammogram, please. Take the time and do that. That's the PSA from the Brown Sugar Express. Yes, ma'am. Please take the time to do that. And gentlemen, go. To, you guys can get breast cancer too. Just That's saying, right. if though for the, anyone who didn't know that, right? Richard Roundtree. That happened with him at one point. And yeah, gentlemen, um, you know, get your checkups checkups well. Mm-hmm. Definitely do that. Yes. So we're going to start off with our first segment. Yes. Did, did you, you know? Mm-hmm. Did you notice? Um, and this message just came through yesterday on yeah. social media. Legendary, yes, iconic yes. actress. Definitely. We have lost Diane Carroll. Absolutely. At the age of eighty-four, she had been battling, I believe, lung cancer recently. Yes, what recently. she ended up actually passing from. Absolutely, and then she had had some um, bouts with breast cancer as well. Yes, in the past. Yes. So, hence the reason why you heard the snippet that you heard before I came in, and that was from the movie Claudine. So that was just kind of our tribute to her. And I always say, Mache, uh, that she was what I like to call the Lady Template. Because, you know, she was the person, she had that class, she had that grace, but then she could turn around and be really, really real. Mm -hmm. Now, Mm -hmm. I humorously think about um, an episode of A Different World, in case you all don't remember, she played Whitney's mom, and when she and Patti LaBelle started getting into it, (laughs) well, they were in the kitchen, and she took that bread and said, there will be no white bread in black people's dressing tonight, (laughs) and she threw it. Oh, my God. I I forgot about that. I remember that. Yes, because Pat LaBelle played Dwayne's mom. Exactly. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So that was when I had a chance to see her comic chops right there. I'm like, okay, this lady has range. She is it. Yeah, I remember being a young girl watching Dynasty with, with my parents. <laughs> yes. And, I mean, she just exuded just so much class. On It's funny. I'm saying class, and she had a whole lot of petty moments and stuff, too, on yes, that show. Did. The show was, you know very dramatic in itself anyway but it was good to see this black woman that's just had all this class that was with the rich folk you know out there with the with the folks that had all the money and she was part of that whole neighborhood and that whole you know 
uh, crowd, and so that was kind of cool to see Diane Carroll, man. So yeah, that's Absolutely. that's how that was my first memory of her was from uh, Dynasty. Well, definitely she yeah, Miss Dominique Devereaux. That was when her that's name was. That's it. Oh, Dominique Devereaux. Honey. Yes, yes. So. And you said she also was in the movie Claudine before. That was from the seventies, or absolutely, yeah. That right? was what you said. Okay. James Earl. So the Jones. song that we did come in on is called "Make Yours a Happy Home" by Gladys Knight and the Pips. Absolutely, that was on the soundtrack of Claudine. Yep. And then there are some people who remember her as Julia. Ah, yeah. Yes, when she played the nurse. So mm-hmm. yeah, she had a, definitely a lot of. Role. So, um, in the words of Bob Hope, thanks for the memories, Diane Carroll. You were definitely a template of class and beauty for us. Absolutely. Class and style, for sure. So, may Diane Carroll rest in peace. Absolutely. Absolutely. I wanted to play a little clip before we moved on to our next segment. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and just talking more about how she was as a woman and how mm-hmm. she saw herself. Um Indeed. You know, so I did want to play this clip right quick for you guys. Absolutely. Because she was married, and then at one point she was known to have dated Sidney Poitier. And here we go. And this was from the Oprah Winfrey's Masterclass. It wants to take a sweet time, but it's coming, y'all. Oh, yes, it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, she was a diva. She didn't rush. So any clip that we play from her, it's probably not going to rush either. <laughs> so just sit tight with us, Brown Sugar Express people. Here we go. Any other memories you have of her while waiting for her to come on? Well, just, um, as I said, just the way that she carried herself in interviews, just the way that she carried herself here, she had a presence about her because you knew that when she walked on stage, when she was on the camera, wherever she was, she definitely had a presence. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something that always made me in awe of her. And what's interesting, my dad's um, father always said that my mom looked a lot like her. Oh, you know what? <laughs> I can see that. I definitely can see that now that you say that in pictures of your mom. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. He would always see that. say that. So that was one pe- one um, person. Mm-hmm, and that's mm-hmm. part of why I guess maybe I feel kind of sentimental now about that because I guess maybe in a way she was kind of like my mom in my head. Mm-hmm. And of course, my mom is a lot like that too because even though, yes, very eloquent. But, you know, she's an East Texas girl, and she'll let you know quick. Right. And that was the same way that um, Diane Carroll was in her travels and in who she was. Okay, here we go. Okay, and then, well... Not acting right. Uh-oh. Was I married four times? Yes, I was. I confess I was married four, which I confess I was married four times. And the reason I'm smiling is because I spent a lot of time um, giving 
the men involved in some of these relationships a very bad uh, reputation. I'm not, I'm not saying that I ever said anything that wasn't true. It was all true. Except that the reason that this one human being kept choosing selection poor, not able to evaluate whether this should be a friendship or this should be a marriage, I wanted to be married. And so when the opportunity was there to do so, I did it. I had not lived alone. Quite frankly, I didn't know how to do that. I'm not sure that I know how to do it today. But I did think that it was time for me to stop and try to answer these questions for myself. I decided to come back to Los Angeles and learn to live alone. I said I will learn about me, not the role I play. And it's difficult to learn to live alone. It's difficult because I'm difficult. I'm not easy to live with. You know, you have three or four choices here that will give you a terrible day or a wonderful day. And there's no one else to blame except you. Because you're here alone. You can't say he did this or he did that. It's all you. And you don't seem to want to make yourself extremely happy the way you wanted other people to come along to make you extremely happy. Nobody can make you extremely happy but you. I was an old lady before I understood that. Wow. And notice how she is just so eloquent and at the same time unapologetic. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> so that is just the wonderful thing. So, yeah, I have to echo your sentiments. Rest in heaven, sweet Diane Carroll. Thanks for the memories and thanks for everything. Yes, ma'am. Wow. Yes, ma'am. Well, Michelle, I don't know about you, but I'm ready to hear some music you now. You're ready to hear some music? Yes, what? ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, well, that's our next segment here. We go into our playlist mood. All right. And the segment is all about kind of some things that between myself and Rain that we've been listening to over the past month and a yes. few weeks or whatever, and we just kind of want to bring attention to um, something. For whatever reason, our playlist mood is what we've been listening to, what we've been checking out. Yes, yes. And so I'm going to go ahead and start. Okay. Um, as some of you may know this listening, my birthday was a few weeks ago and I had a really great house party. Wonderful. And, you know, had fun. And like yes. I said, it's all about having fun. Nothing too serious. Just come out and enjoy. And yes. so I usually come out and have like this entrance thing, right? <laughs> just, the, just like I said, part of the fun of it all. And it was um, fire, y'all. I can promise <laughs> y'all. You, it was fire. Thank you. So um, this is a version of the song that I did come out to. And I've been listening to this young artist for the past few months. Um, anyway, he's got really great talent. I think he's in his mid-20s. But he's just bringing um, a lot of uh, just really good soul and, and, and all, this, all this, like I said, talent that he has as an artist um, has impressed me. <clears throat> his name is Masego. And this is a little bit of the song that he's got featuring, um, I believe it's a French uh, artist by the name of, they call him FKJ. Hmm. So this is called Ta-da! Wow. <laughs> Thank you. 
cool so Definitely. it's like real jazzy and and yes. this guy he plays his main instrument is the saxophone but he plays keyboard piano drums guitar he plays like a lot of i think he plays the harmonica too because i saw him on npr's tiny desk oh man and i think he plays the harmonica too if i'm not mistaken but he's very <laughs> well-rounded in his instrumentation wow and stuff so um yeah so that's my little playlist mood for the day and i love that little quarter beat that's going on. You can just kind of step in. You can just have that little smooth entrance and things like that. Yes. So I can definitely understand why you chose that. I yeah. definitely can. Yeah. So that was my mood. And just a, just a real another thing I did when I came out to the song, I had a cigar lit and I had a cup blinging in oh, yeah. with the drink and stuff in there. So yeah, that was she kinda, was doing the fire. It was a certain mood. It was a certain mood that so I was going for. So yeah, she was definitely doing <laughs> the fire, y'all. Definitely, you gotta have fun in life, y'all. Come on, it's not this yes, serious. Yes, she loosen do. up. Yes, loosen you do. Up. Yes, she do. <laughs> All right, Rain. What about you? What's your playlist mood for the day? Well, my playlist mood come well. It was kind of inspired when I heard about Diane Carroll, and I thought about someone who. I've always respected musically, mm-hmm. and this is definitely someone who knew instruments. She knows vocals, she knows lyrics, and she too has always been very unapologetic. And I'll say I'm talking about none other than Miss Stevie Nicks. Mm-hmm. And this particular song is to me, it's a song about reflection, and it's a song you know thinking about life. And if you listen to the lyrics, you'll understand that. And like when Diane Carroll said, hey, I was an old lady before I realized that when you get to a certain point, you realize things. And sometimes it's kind of like a landslide. So with that being said, part of my playlist mode is landslide. So talk to us, Stevie. To my love, take it down. Climbed a mountain and turned around. And I saw my reflection in snow covered hills. To the landslide brought me down. Oh, mirror in the sky, what is love? Can a child within my heart rise above? Can I sail through the changing ocean tides? Can I handle the seasons of my life? So that raspy alto that you hear mm. and then just those deep deep lyrics and mm-hmm. then um mm-hmm. and the interesting thing about it is she was writing because she and um lindsey buckingham another member of fleetwood mac by the way mm-hmm. 
Um, I think they were in the process of hashing things out and breaking up. And, you know, she was saying she saw her reflection. And then the landslide just kind of took it away. And she was just thinking about her future. She was thinking about that. And in the next line, you know, she said, children get old. um, Time grows older. Children Mm -hmm. get older. Mm -hmm. I'm getting older, too. So it's just kind of one of those things that happens. So once again, a strong woman who is unapologetic. And to this day, if Lindsey Buckingham is available, Mm -hmm. he will still play that for her. Wow. Now, how powerful is that? Wow. So that's part of why that's part of my um, part of my playlist. Okay. Definitely. What really struck me the the when she said the lyric where she says she saw her reflection in the snow. Yeah. Right before the landslide took it away or took her away or something like that. Yeah. And I was like, oh wow, because I was like, reflection in the snow. Mm-hmm. You climb this mountain and you see your reflection in the snow. Yeah, that's kind of. Oh yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oh, okay. Stevie could get deep with you now. Right, right. Oh, Stevie <laughs> Nicks. So that was uh, Landslide by Fleet, Fleetwood Mac. Yes. And uh, so, yeah, so those are playlist moves. So we hope you guys enjoy the little taste. Of course, we um, don't have the, we do not own the rights to any of this music that we're playing. Yes. So you're going to hear snippets, and hopefully it gives you enough thirst for the music that you go find it yourself. Definitely. Um, we'll let you definitely know exactly what we play so that you can go on YouTube or, you know, iTunes or pull it up, Spotify, however you listen to your music. Cause, you know, it's your your choice how you listen to your music. I ain't trying to tell you to go to one app or another. Yes. But as long, yeah. as, you, long as you come here to listen to us. Right. And wherever you go to find the music is beyond us. As long as it starts here. <laughs> as long as it starts that? here. As long as it starts start here. Here. the Brown Sugar Express. Yes, yes. ma'am. Yes. yes, ma'am. So we're ready for our next segment. Oh. Brown Sugar Express question of the day. Yes. Yeah. So our question of the day. What's your favorite thing or things about autumn season or the fall seasons? We Mm. are officially in fall now. Yes. And the weather is not really... (laughs) No, well, not okay. So, so for, for those that, that don't know, that maybe listening, we're we're based in Houston, Texas. Yes. And so fall is like a joke, kind of really does. Yeah, it's kind of relative. <laughs> Our two main seasons are hot and rain. Uh, yeah, there you go, hot and rain. But we something. do see, but we do see like brown leaves <laughs> yeah. and the change of the leaves. And I guess maybe that's my favorite part of it. You mm-hmm, know, the leaves mm-hmm. crunching and mm-hmm. the leaves moving along. And then, you know, when you get a little bit of that breeze. And then, of course, you know, the apple spice. And I know some people hate it, but I love pumpkin spice. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I You're love... one of them? Oh, we are definitely opposite yes, on that thing. Because, honey, anything pumpkin, get it away from me. Baby boom. <laughs> well, just a little bit of it. Not all of it. Just a little okay, bit of it. Okay, we have some... Sweet potato spice. Okay, I'm good with that one. But <laughs> well, it ain't know, Thanksgiving yet, so uh, next, right, next month we'll talk about that. Yeah, but sweet potato, that's for November. <laughs> but we, look, look, I'll give pumpkin a little bit of love in okay, October. well, all right. I, you know, so I that's part of it. And, of course, apple spice and things like that. But yeah. just, you know, just the change and just the burst of things for some reason. Mm-hmm. And then, you know. I'm bringing out the science nerd in me now mm-hmm. because, you know, the planet is at an equinox where things are just kind of on a shift. So mm-hmm. I kind of like that aspect of it. What about you, Michelle? I like what makes me, when I think of fall, so um, I will say this. 
the past week when I've been driving home from work, I've had my windows down. Mm. I will say that. So yes. it's been a nice, not so much. It's a little, it's a little cooler, but that's so relative. <laughs> like to even say cooler, oh, but yeah. I've just, I haven't had my AC on and the breeze has felt really nice coming. Oh yeah. Driving home. So that I will say that when I think of fall, you, uh, uh, the whole leaves thing comes to mind uh, mm-hmm. too. And I remember growing up in my dad mowing the yard. And then mm. my brother and I would have to rake the leaves. Oh, wow. And we had one, two, three. We had like two trees in our front yard and one big one in our backyard. Oh, wow. So I remember raking those leaves and seeing the change of colors. And I like those. I like that change of color. I like the orange. Yes. And actually, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I like that that whole, that, that trans, tra- the transition of color. Um, so that's, that's a memory that I have for sure. And wow. then again, just the coolness in the air compared Look, to now, now summer is my favorite favorite um season mm-hmm. but um i know that i like the holidays too so oh, when we're yes, going into the fall yes. i know that thanksgiving and christmas is coming up and mm. um, you know having, having time with family and yes, those certain traditions that you have as a family and some people don't have traditions they just kind of whatever the wind takes them wherever True. the wind takes them they go but again it's still the holidays yes. in general for 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 the world Absolutely. and so that i know that's coming around the corner oh indeed and um and then speaking of transitions and stuff you know our podcast is uh we're we're called we're calling this episode pink autumn leaves and it goes i want to touch back on Diane Carroll and mm. having having a struggle with cancer and yes. so there's this whole thought for me of that transition, she has transitioned to another life, but it's mm. the, the autumn leaves and the colors in the leaves is like a beautiful transition to the next season. Yes, indeed. So I like to look at it like that too. Oh, I love it. Love it. That is definitely a good way to think of it. Now I have to ask a light question about you and Jamie. Yeah, <laughs> go ahead. Right here with the leaves. Okay, I just have to ask, did you guys ever play in one of those leaf tiles? Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> Almost uh, changed the CK to something else, but yeah, (laughs) whoa, yeah, that was for sure. And then of course, you know, yeah, and Dad would let us for a little bit, and then it's okay. It's time to get back to work. Oh yeah, it's it's something about raking that whole pile up and then jumping right in the middle of it. Yes, Yes. you're not scared of the sticks and stones that may break your bones. No, (laughs) you know, it's all leaves, and yeah, that was part of the fun. We had to kind of make make fun of it because, or make some fun out of it. So yeah, mm-hmm. we did. We did jump and play and and um, stomp around and I mean, then hearing that crunch. Ooh, yes. Is a, there's a satisfaction in that crunch in the leaves under your absolutely. feet? Absolutely, absolutely. When you're making those steps. Yeah, yes. and we lived in Denver at that time. The, the time uh-huh. that I'm talking about, we were living in Denver, Colorado, and Denver, Colorado has the perfect four seasons. Like oh, definitely. Perfect four seasons. So the um, Midwest, anywhere yeah, in the Midwest yeah, 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 has yeah. those. Yeah. So wow. Yep, yep, yep. It's the fall. Wow, that is cool. <laughs> so if you have any fall memories, please email us. Please put them on our Facebook pages. We know you're out there because yeah. we hear your comments. So please yeah, let all us know what's the favorite thing about the fall. And then any memories you have of Diane Carroll. Ooh, you know, yes, leave those definitely. comments too, your own little memories and um, any any kind of comment or suggestion you have about any of these segments that we talk about, yes, um, please chime in. Or if you just want to give us a thumbs up, you know, let us know that too. Absolutely, and we Absolutely. we appreciate everybody listening in uh, for sure. And I know yes, we'll have we the do. shout outs at the end, but I just wanted to say that. Oh, absolutely. So our next segment. I think that's a little bit of sweet nostalgia. Huh? Sweet nostalgia. How yeah. about that? I taste the sweetness on my tongue right now. <laughs> 
<laughs> How about this? So, so what you got for sweet us? nostalgia for those who are, who are listening for the first time is um, Rain and I each have a song choice that reminds us of our childhood. We may mm-hmm. have a, a sweet um, nostalgic story about behind it, our mm-hmm. childhood, teenage years, or whatever type of story we have mm-hmm. behind it. So we like to share that and. And that's what this segment is all about. Absolutely. So um, I'm going to let you go first, Rain. Okay. Well, once again, I have to go to the group Fleetwood Mac. Mm. And featuring, like I said, that signature raspy alto of Miss Stevie Nicks. And again, I guess maybe I feel so much flight and so much freedom with this particular song. And I think... When you all hear some of the harmonies on it, you guys will understand. And once again, something that she and Lindsey Buckingham um, did together. Because even though they may not have worked out personally, they still made a serious team um, professionally. Professionally. Mm. So go ahead and hang on for the ride with this lady we call Rihanna. Like she said, she said, you've lied if you've never seen a woman like that. So, like I told y'all, she was bold. She was bad. And I don't know if if you guys have ever seen Stevie. You know that she wears that signature black and she wears, you know, with the blonde hair. And I could just, Mm -hmm. you know, see her doing those movements and things like that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's kind of what we're talking about, people. When creating sounds, creating Mm -hmm. music that lasts. Right, right. And that's kind of what we're trying to do, put those things out. But, yeah, that's definitely one of my musical sheroes. Mm-hmm. And the way she moves, you're saying, like, she kind of sways to the left and right and has the whatever she's wearing kind of swaying. Oh, yeah, swaying, definitely swaying. And, and the moving. hair long. Oh, yeah, long definitely. Back. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, good stuff. Okay. So my Sweet Nostalgia song... Um, I watched a documentary, and I'll talk about that in the next segment, about Teddy Pendergrass. Mm. And so this song um, came to mind for this segment for me. 
and it's you know always goes back to my childhood and I, I, I see the the cover of the album in front of me and uh, he he actually had a car wreck those who know and then he this this song was on his album after the car wreck mm. so and it's a song that's really sweet and it brings me it makes me teary-eyed when I listen to it because I remember listening to it as a child and not really knowing what I was feeling but just knowing oh my gosh this is kind of a sad sweet song but it's you know so anyway here we go <laughs> Teddy Pendergrass <laughs> favorite lyric is after all that I've been through I'm in love with you mm. like that's like my favorite little part of that song but the uh, video has him in the gym when he went to high school mm-hmm. in the wheelchair and it's just a sweet it's just a sweet song oh, yeah. so that's my um, sweet nostalgia offering for, <laughs> for this month and you know what's interesting <laughs> I have a connection with that because when my um, brother went to the army because he would always have like a lot of music videos mm-hmm. and that was one of the ones that was there and while that was playing I was just seeing the pictures of him in concert and then him right there in the in gym the like you said in the gym mm-hmm. with the spotlight on him mm-hmm. and all of that mm-hmm. and man that just shows just how amazing he was mm-hmm. and I'll say personally I am ready to see how Tyrese tackles this Because, man, you know, he's a sentimental person himself. Yeah. So it's going to be very, very interesting to see, you know, if the biopic goes through. Right, right. But I said, you know, that's a good, because if anybody can relate to, and of course, let's just put it out there, the boy can sing. Yeah. And he can put his vocals on it. So I think if anyone would do it justice, it would definitely be him. So, man. Excellent choice. Excellent choice. Thank you. Thank you. And so that moves us right into the Music Watch segment. Ah, yes. And this segment is when we 
talk about um, a documentary we may have watched, mm-hmm. um, a show we may have seen, a movie, mm-hmm. something something to do with music. It's usually kind of going, you know, we try to base it around music. Mm-hmm. Um, and so because, like I already told you, I watched this documentary about Teddy Pendergrass. This is going to be my offering for the Music Watch this month. Showtime has a documentary called If You Don't Know Me hmm. about Teddy Pendergrass. It is excellent. I watched it um, last week, actually. I was on the edge of my seat. Like, and there were things I knew, and then there were things I didn't know. So it's like, I don't want to give away too much because you, like, please just go watch it. But I remember um, I was telling Rain earlier, there's a part of it where they talk about how after he had the car wreck that paralyzed, that made him quadriplegic, um, he was confined to this wheelchair for the rest of his life, and he was depressed, and he had actually been going to a counselor, and he told the counselor he wanted to kill himself. Mm. Wow. And something that the counselor said, somebody said that it made him kind of change his mind. And this was like 82, 1982, mm. 83. And 80, between 82, 84, I don't, you know, don't, don't quote me on that right now, because I remember 82, I believe he had a concert in London. Mm-hmm. I think that was his last concert. Ah. live before he had before the accident okay and I, we lived in scotland at the time and i ah. remember my parents going to see him in concert wow so i think that and that was the con and i think that was the concert they went to and i remember mm-hmm. us staying you know with friends and stuff at the house somebody babysat us or whatever so it's just i had that connection too i just remember mm-hmm. the music and then like i said some of the things my parents did um was was part of that whole part of his whole that history um but yeah, so he was, and then he, some kind of way, somebody said something to him and made him change his mind. And he lived to be, he lived until the, I think he died in 2010. Right. So, so to, we would, he had so many more albums after that. Yes, he did. That we would have missed out on all this music had right. he not, remember that song, Joy, Joy. Yes. Joy to be. Yes, indeed. Yes. You better say that, so yeah there's so many so in this particular song in my time that i just played was on the very next album that he recorded after the accident Yes, yes and um there was something about they had to he had to learn how to sing because you know when you sing you're using the whole your diaphragm and he was you know, paralyzed us. So it was like he had, there was some kind of way he could move his, he was able to move his arms. Mm-hmm. And there was some kind of way they, uh, they, the doctor showed him how to move his arms to get the most out of his voice mm-hmm. so that he could sing the way he used to, at least close to it. Exactly. And, and I heard a song, I can't remember what song it was the other day when I was going through what I was going to play. But there was a re, it was, he, he had re recorded some songs later on in life. Mm. You could hear the difference in his voice. Mm. You could hear how. His voice was a lot weaker later on after being in a wheelchair. Yes. Um, and I listened to the original and I was like, because he sounded almost like he's out. If you listen side by side, you could tell he's not, he's out of breath a little bit. Oh, or He okay. doesn't have the whole breath control that he used to have uh-huh. before, which makes sense and nothing to take away at all from the Definitely sound. Not. But it was like, because I'd seen the documentary, it made me curious. Okay. He re-recorded this. Let me go back to the original song and hear how his voice sounded. And it was yes. real interesting. So, wow. um. So, yeah, again, it's on Showtime. Mm-hmm. Excellent documentary. Mm. I really enjoyed it. it was, and there, like I said, when he was in that accident, there's some things I don't even want to say, but there's some stuff that came up that maybe some people already know the story, but I didn't know. Mm. So I learned a lot of stuff watching that documentary. Wow. But before his accident, man, 
Mr. Ladies Man himself, and he had those concerts for the ladies only. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> them people was out there throwing panties and everything at him, girl. And he was just, that was his life, you know? And oh, some of yeah. his, his wife and a couple girlfriends, you know, they talked about, you know, they were part of the documentary talking about the, the stories and the memories oh, and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. Very good stuff. So, yeah, that's my music watch. Oh, okay. Well, what you got, Rain? Well, mine is from, or is it about Clive Davis? Uh-huh. And it's called The Soundtrack of Our Lives. And it goes into how he began the music, how he was, how he began his career in the music industry, like with Columbia, with Capitol Records, and then eventually Arista, and then how he took the time to seek out talents and develop artists, and then there's a small snippet that talks about his relationship with Kenneth Edmonds and... Antonio Reed, otherwise known as L.A. and Babyface, mm-hmm. because if you guys didn't know, uh, LaFace Records was a subsidiary of Arista, mm-hmm. but just the way that he did bring so much to the um, to the world from Aretha to Alicia and, of course, Whitney. So this was just talking about his life and just talking about how he related to the music industry. So... It was really interesting to see that and to really know how he related to people Mm -hmm. and to know, yeah, he did make quite a few enemies because some of them didn't like his style or they didn't like what he was doing. Some people thought he was a dictator, but then after they listened to him, they were like, oh, uh aha. So then that's what makes Clive Davis who Clive Davis is. Right, right. So it's very good stuff from Capitol and Columbia all the way to now. So it's definitely, and it's on Netflix as well. Okay. So it's definitely worth checking out. I'm definitely checking. I think that's the next thing on my list to watch on Netflix, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I saw it. I ran across it um, the other day, and I was like, ooh, okay. Because <laughs> I'm a child. I'm loving these do- these musical documentaries. Oh, yeah, you learn so much. You learn and it, so much. And backstory. it kills so much back. You know, yes. yeah, for sure. And I don't know about you, but sometimes mm-hmm. I have to work kind of not hard, but kind of mm-hmm. hard to keep my <laughs> same perspective on different artists. Because when you see certain things, it's like, oh, I didn't know all that was happening. Yeah, yeah. So that's the part that's difficult, but that's where the objectivity comes in. Yeah. I think. Well, and I think it's interesting too because right now, today, there's backstories happening with oh, artists yeah. that their story, their their stories will be shown, you know, years from now. Oh yeah. So right now, as we're talking, there's. Some, Something going on with some artists that we know that we won't know about until later. That's true. Um, so I think it's real. Like I said, the backstory is always interesting because we see what they want us to see, but there's always something going on in behind the scenes. Oh yeah, so definitely. That, that makes it interesting. Oh, that's where that came from. Oh, that's how they met. Oh, that's how they knew each other. You know. Oh yeah. A whole lot of stuff with that. So that's that's the interesting part of it for me. So yeah, oh, y'all yeah. go check those out. Showtime. If you don't know me. Documentary about Teddy Pendergrass, and then Netflix has the soundtrack of our lives with the Clive Davis. Davis documentary. Absolutely. So now I think it's time to do a little double take there. Little double take, baby. So where are we going to start? <laughs> okay, so I'm I'm still on my TP. Okay. So I'm on my double take is is Teddy Pen is starts off with Teddy Pendergrass, and so the double take segment is where we play an original song and a remake of that song. Yes. We may play the remake first, an original after, the original first, remake after. It just depends on, you know, what, what the song is and what we want. So I'm going to go ahead and go first, and yes. I'm playing the original. I've already said it's T- Teddy Pendergrass. And um, so, yeah, so here we go. I'm going to play the original. <laughs> I 
much love to give And I want to give it all to you Close the door No need to worry no more Let's break this day to a pleasant end Girl, it's me and you Play that's one on the playlist right there. Teddy P got a whole lot of them yes, close the door tight, turn off the lights, and oh yes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We go okay. So here we go, the remake. Yes, here we go. Those who, who didn't recognize the voices, I'm gonna go ahead and let you because you know we ain't on video, so I can't show you the <laughs> Kenny Lattimore and Shantae. Yes, more. Yeah, and clearly during happier times. <laughs> and yeah, clearly. And, <laughs> Lord have mercy, bless her heart. And the irony is, I was telling um, with Shade that I, I was like, I have that CD, I have that, CD. <laughs> and I had totally. Forgot about yeah. it until I saw it. I'm like, oh, yes. Yeah, Here we go. Yeah. And like I said, I mean, I still enjoy listening to that CD from time to time to this day. And I have my thoughts about Shantae Moore. And those that know me, know me. Mm-hmm. already know what those thoughts are. I'm going to leave her alone. I'm, oh, I'm, I'm going to leave her alone. I'm going to leave her alone. Rain, but, you ain't, you, you going to leave her alone, Rain? I'll for right like, now. Okay. Look, oh, notice Lord. I said for right now. Uh, <laughs> going to be a topic on another episode. Stay tuned. It very well could be. <laughs> You, you never know. With me, you never know. 
Well, that was, um, again, Kenny Lattimore and Shantae Moore on yes. their Things That Lovers Do. And yes. I believe the whole album was remakes. Yes. It was so, their, some of their favorite love songs yes. and just... And yeah. once again, this is when they were married before their son yeah. was born. Right. So happy right. times. I'll give them that. <laughs> I will go. give them that. There you go. All right. So double take rain. What's yours? Well, for my double take is, I probably say another one of my sheroes, someone who has that smooth alto once again, Miss Anita Baker. We won't share Oh, you can yes, never indeed. go wrong with her. Definitely. One of her signature songs from mm-hmm. Rapture. Mm-hmm. And now here is, I'll say, the original that blew me away as well. and Clive Davis, <laughs> none other than Miss Dion Warwick. That herself. blew me away. I had never heard that one before. I did not know she sung that song. That's that's awesome. Definitely. Of course, she puts her famous Dion spin on it. She definitely does. Who knew that? Who who out there knew 
The Dion Warwick song that's on first. That's what I'm talking about. I know I'm late. I know Make I'm it behind. known. Make it known if you knew. <laughs> Make it know. known. Because I thought I need, that was Anita's all the way. I Absolutely. Mean, me, I thought, but hey. Absolutely. That was a and nice so surprise. I, until, um, and listen, uh-huh. I haven't been looking up Dion songs. And then <laughs> I saw that. And and I saw that I was like, wait a minute! I wonder if this is the same one, because you know that Luther did a lot of songs that um, Dion made, mm. and I'm like, wow! And so then I was like, okay, well, what else did Dion quote unquote share with other artists? And then when I saw that, I'm like, okay, you know what? Wow! <laughs> yeah, I was wild the whole time. Wow, that's cool. So yeah, that's our double take segment. That was that was fun. That was good. Oh yeah, absolutely. So the next the le- next segment we have and it's our last one. Love's train. Aww. I know, right? Yes. I'm having so much fun. Like it's gotta end sometime. Definitely. <laughs> but we have a segment called Love's Train, and Rain and I take take um turns picking mm-hmm. our it's kinda like romantic song a love song of our choice every other month she'll have hers and i'll have the other months you know Mm -hmm. so this month is rain's pick for love's train you want to say anything about it before oh absolutely well my pick it's kind of upbeat Mm -hmm. and i didn't even think about it until maybe just now that once again it is coming kind of from the arista area era because this person and his friend who were in a little group known as The Deal, the deal. who began an, <laughs> a record label with Clive Davis in partnership with Clive Davis. So here he is, Mr. Babyface himself. <laughs> Never, ever. So once again, you know, people, it's like, okay, you've been through some things. I've been through some things. And, hey, let's just take that chance. And even though it's kind of scurry, yeah. hey, let's go ahead. Let's go for this. Let's do that. So I just thought I said it's upbeat and it's real. My. Because how many of us have not been in that situation before or something close to it? Exactly. So that is where I am with that. Still much, much, much respect for the whole Edmonds family. And while I'm on that, still prayers because it was, I guess, maybe no longer than maybe two or three months ago that we lost Melvin. Mm-hmm. So we definitely mm-hmm. want to keep them in prayer for sure. For sure. For sure. All right. Well, we've come to the end of... 
We've come to the stop. <laughs> yes, I was gonna say the stop of this of this month's Brown Sugar Express. Yes, and we always give our shout outs at the end. So, I want to give a special shout out to Mister Just Do It. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your comments and your suggestions and your ideas. We have we will take heed. Maybe in season two, we'll do we'll do some different things according to your your advice or, or suggestions that were unsolicited, but they appreciate it at the same time. Yeah. So shout out to Mr. Just Do It. <laughs> that's, that's my shout out for, 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 for today. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I have my shout, you know, to the usual people, definitely um, Devin, Terry, Michael, James, love you guys to pieces. Thank you so much for being there literally from day one, having my back and your input. And then, of course, the listeners, those of you guys that have given comments. And please don't hesitate to email or anything like that. So just thank you all for this journey and just keep riding with us. Hopefully it will get better and better. So thank you all. Thank you all. So take some time. And if you want to re-listen to another episode, feel free. But take time to click, play, enjoy. Just